Brooks & Davis Real Estate Firm, LLC, offers more value than any other good full-service real estate brokerage firm when it comes to the sale of your home. We offer at least 27 things that contribute to your home selling in the least amount of time at the highest price. To receive our free home selling pamphlet, email us at info at brooksanddavis.com or call 713-665-8329. We also assist people who want to purchase homes or who are interested in getting their real estate license. Visit us at www.brooksanddavis.com. Happy Thursday. Welcome to the Prime Real Estate Network podcast. I'm your host, Rick Davis. If you don't follow me on social media, I urge you to do so at Prime Real Estate Rick. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook by simply searching Prime Real Estate Rick. Follow me and you'll stay up to date with the latest and greatest as far as everything concerned with the Prime Real Estate Network podcast and all the new news and updates dedicated and coming from Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm. As always, my co-host is a multi-time author, serial entrepreneur, Texas real estate broker, and known the worldwide as the Texas real estate king. As always, I'd like to welcome to the Prime Real Estate Network podcast my co-host, Mr. Larry W. Brooks. What up, what up? What up? <laughs> I appreciate that too. I take that already, man. What's hey, going um, on? it is a pleasure to be back here again, Rick. Man, mm -hmm. we've we've since the last time we were in the building, it's got a little cold here in Houston. <laughs> so, you know, I had to pull out one of my good old comfortable hoodies and get comfortable with it, man. Hey, man. So, as always, got to ask about the Pure Hustle hoodie you got on, man. Um, it's been taking a really good amount of hold online no doubt You've about been it. sharing and yeah. posting yeah um the things look good and this is purple so you know purple is our color no doubt about SFA it that's a lumberjacks in the building man so tell everybody where they can get that cool pure hustle hey switch man up. go to shoppurehustle.com get you some gear we have every color um the funny thing about this is that you know what they always say about royal purple man royal purple is is a rich color it comes from kings and queens and stuff like that so go ahead and get your foundation up under you with some of that royalty hey man um something else that's really cool and i wanted to ask you about it we had a really great event this past weekend oh yeah can you talk to the audience a little bit about the vision board mm -hmm. uh, brunch that we hosted this man weekend? amazing 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 thank you again perry holmes and tracy out in uh south lake in the Pearland area we had a great turnout i want to give a shout out to um urban ceo i mean they brought their team out and it was amazing just to see so many people actually taking the time to really put their vision boards together they thought this thing out man right and so um shout out to brooks and davis and all the other realtors that had that, that just came through man we had about 50 50 to 60 people and it was just we packed this house we we almost didn't have enough room for people as we hey, as man, we did you it. Know, so it was um, a packed event the cool thing about putting a vision board together especially if you hadn't had an opportunity to do that before mm -hmm. it really helps to crystallize that's right and put your goals and aspirations in a physical form yeah so for everyone who didn't have an opportunity to stop by the vision board brunch this past weekend if at all possible take some time at home to try to organize and put no your doubt. own vision boards no together doubt. and you know not only that i most definitely want to not leave our speaker because we had a guest host that came in for, mm -hmm. to do it for us miss stephanie r harper thank you so much i mean she really gave some found she gave some foundation 
for the vision board, the, the meaning behind it and, you know, why people do it, why it is that most people go through and they have check marks and they achieve so many of their goals because of the visit, the visibility of their vision board. So, Ms. Harper, thank you so much for taking the time, the energy and coming in from out of town to help us out with that. And I'm glad board. you mentioned Ms. Harper. Um, everyone, take some time to go to Larry's social media, check out all the pictures and videos from the vision board brunch because I'm sure you tag Miss Harper oh, yeah. uh -huh. gives everybody an opportunity to engage, follow, and get this information that you might not have been able to get because yes, you weren't indeed. at this vision board brunch. Yes, indeed. So that was a great thing, Larry. So keep up all the great work. No doubt. Um, today's episode, man, I'm really excited. Today's episode is entitled "Born to Soar." The reason um, we decided to title today's episode "Born to Soar" is because today, sitting in with us on the Prime Real Estate Network podcast, is the founder and CEO of Soaring High Entertainment. Um, I'm really excited. She had to move a lot around in her schedule <laughs> to sit in with us today. Uh, if you are in Houston, you um, are well aware that the weather outside is frightful. So I want to thank her um, from for not only rearranging her schedule, but fighting through traffic and making here. So thank you so much. And I would like Definitely. to <laughs> introduce to the Prime Real Estate Network podcast audience, the CEO of Soaring High Entertainment, Ms. K. Hello, hello, everybody. <laughs> How you doing? What up, Just K? I'm good, I'm good. Y'all probably hear him say Just K. That's my hashtag. That's part of my movement as well, but... I go by K. I'm just K. No, okay. So we know. Let's because I want to um, definitely spotlight your movement. Let's talk to everyone about your social media handles and how they can follow you. Because everyone right now, um, I want you to open up another browser window. If you're watching <laughs> on the laptop, if you're on the cell phone, I want you to take a little time to just go to IG, Twitter, and follow. Uh, Ms. K, because tell everybody what your hashtags are and your social media handle so they can follow you real quick. All right. So the best place to find me and follow everything that we have going on is my main Instagram page. I have a few. The main one is Lady Nate, L-A-D-Y-N-A-T-E. The movement is H-Town Traffic and Tour. Everything spelled correctly as well as the business page, Soaring High ENT. All three of those are Instagram. And if you follow the hashtag, H-Town tra Traffic and Tour, get tongue-tied. But if you follow the hashtag, then you'll really see everything that we have going on and other people that we're working with, partnering with. Um, Twitter, I just kind of phase everything from Instagram to Twitter, but it's also Soaring High ENT. That's the main Twitter page. And then Instagram, I mean, I'm sorry, Facebook, I have a few pages there as well, but the main one is my personal page, which is my name, K-A-L-O-R, Kalor K. Nathan. So follow me. I may not be able to add you on the list, but you can follow the movement. That's definitely, see what we have going on. It's definitely worth the follow. One of the things that um, I personally take a lot of pride in hosting the Prime Real Estate Network pod is that we take the time to spotlight and um, give those successful, aspiring, and growing entrepreneurs in the greater Houston area a platform where they can come out, present their brand, talk about their companies. So as far as Soaring High Entertainment, what is it that initially motivated you? What did you see in the market that made you feel like, look, I have something that I want to offer, and I'm going to form an organization so that we can bring something to the market that's not there? 
And that's pretty much what did it. I was in radio. Um, I was actually in radio. I've always loved music, so I had a passion there. I did promotions here and there as well. And then once I really got into radio, I was actually a program director for a station. It's an internet-based station. And when I was I started my own show, I was like, I can do this. So I started. Um, I actually started me a show as well on a network with my uh, sister, who's my partner with Soaring High and everything I do. Um, okay. Lola, shout out to you. Big <laughs> shout out, no doubt. <laughs> um, so I, we just would interview artists and business owners as well, and they would be, oh, I wish I could do more. Specifically with artists, their biggest thing was, I'd like to do more, I'd like to travel more, I'd like to perform more, I'd like to, they just wanted to get out there more, essentially, and just sat back. So I started doing little shows, like we put together, R&B based shows a lot of R&B artists are like man there's something for everybody but nothing for just us so we did R&B we did comedy we did poetry we combined them and then I just noticed more with everyone on the travel part we sat back and we're like okay what else can we do so we started our first tour which you know you bump your head Mm -hmm. (laughs) so we bumped our heads so still bumping our heads along the way but that was about three years ago um, Soren High will be official January will make three years of us running full-fledged and we just did it and it's been great the artists appreciate it and just saw that need for a less expensive way of doing things doing what you love because they had the passion they had the drive it was like they just needed the opportunity so that's what we're about providing opportunity and I would love to ask you um, as a professional in the entertainment space how do you feel about the amount of work necessary for an artist now to actually put themselves out there and be relevant in the marketplace? Because, um, and I'm from on the outside looking in, with all of the new social media avenues, all the new streaming services, it seems like to be an artist, you have to give a lot more of yourself now than an artist might have done in the past. Is that something you would agree with or could you elaborate on your thoughts and beliefs on that? I would say yes, simply because the the methods are different. That's the first thing. It was more street work, more in-your-face type things from, like, let's say, the 90s. They were more in-your-face, live. You had to really get up and go. And with social media, it makes artists lazy. Mm. So they think that they can just, oh, let me just make this post. Let me just reach out here. Okay, my job is done. No, your job's not done. Yeah. Your job is really not done because you have to push even harder because you have to stay relevant on social media. You have to stay relevant in the people's timeline. You have to stay relevant your website. If you have a website, you have to keep keep pushing it. You have to push, push, push even harder now. So I actually think it's tougher because if you if you fall off for a second, done. And if you do something before, it will take time for people to see what happened. But now it's instantly. It's just Mm -hmm. a matter of you're on live. Yeah. You're on camera. Everybody <laughs> sees you. Right. And it's just I just think it's I think it's tougher because you have to watch watch yourself more and you have to work yourself like have a little push. You really you really need a team and a lot of artists are trying to do it by themselves. So that's also the biggest thing is trying to do it all by yourself. You can't. There's literally no way possible. And you know, that's a um interesting segue to my next question because I wanted to ask you this is is that the biggest lesson that you've learned as you've built your company is the amount of work that goes into it or if not what is the biggest lesson that you've learned on this path of entrepreneurship and as you build your entertainment brand okay well me specifically me personally 
the amount of work, it, it's not work to me. I love what I do. Right. So I'll do it. I wake up, I go to sleep pretty much on social media because yeah, social media is my life. In addition to me having the artists make sure they do what they have to do, I have to stay relevant. My page has to stay relevant. And it's good to see that because I'll walk around and people will say, hey, you're Lady Nate. You're Lady Nate. So that makes me feel, you know, special. <laughs> like right. like right. I'm doing something, I'm being effective. But the toughest part for me is building that team. Mm. Because I've I've had different people that I've had a chance to work with. Some people I've trusted. Some people I shouldn't have trusted. And it's just, like I said, you continue bumping your head. But as long as you just continue, you don't stop. Right. That's the key. And, of course, I have those times when it's like, just breathe, Kay. <laughs> and that's, so that's something that I actually tell um, my partner because I pretty much have an all-female team now. Mm. And it just seems like. We just keep clicking very well. They're like, how do, you, how, how do y'all stay? Like, my partner on the H-Town Trafficking Tour, um, she actually, they're like, y'all y'all made it a year. We'll be, it'll be one year in December that mm. we've been doing the H-Town Trafficking Tour movement, which is a travel movement for artists. So it just focuses on getting them out of Houston. But so many mm. artists, oh, I can just stay here. You can't. You, Houston is not going to pop you. It's right. just that simple. Trafficking <laughs> Tour. No, because, I mean, you're super plugged in. And... No, because, you know, the cool thing about um, being in that entertainment space where you work so well is that you have an opportunity to not only network locally, but internationally all over the U.S. So one of the questions that I made sure I scribbled down that I wanted to make sure that I asked you is that when you meet an artist, especially those that are relatively seasoned and experienced, they've had experiences with other companies, Mm -hmm. might have had experience with other labels. What type of... um, what type of stories do you hear from other artists when they're venting about their experience in the music industry and what they hope to change or what they would like to not run into again? The main thing is allowing them to be themselves, mm-hmm. allowing them to be artists. Mm-hmm. Like I have to, I have a team, a primary team of five artists and management of, I say one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> if he's watching, he'll understand. Right. <laughs> My half. Right. But, um, so the toughest thing is that they've had so many experiences, and they that's why they're so, like you say, seasoned into doing every, trying to do everything themselves. And it's like, okay, this. And I, sometimes I have to remind them, I'm like, I'm not that person before. Right. This is what I do. You go make your music. You go focus on your video, the concept of your video. Then I allow me to do my part. Absolutely. So just. Um, just that, con- that that concept of them just being used to doing everything themselves, y'all, that's the toughest thing is breaking that. And even within our team of five, it's tough. No, because, you know, the thing about dealing with artists, especially as a professional and on the business side, because now with your um, title as founder and CEO, <laughs> I'm sure some of your more creative, artistic people may look at you as a suit now. And I'm sure you are, um, are an artist still and have been an artist. And you said you've always fallen in love with music. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. So you've ne- no, okay. No, so no, no. Always, no, that's interesting. I'm glad you're that up. So, I'm glad you did. No, so from that standpoint, so when you, in, when you are um, working with your artists, how do you draw that line between business and creative? Because I know a lot of times, especially in music, that's one of the things, especially when you're running an organization, that there's a fine line and you have to tread lightly between the two. Right. So, so clarifying that, yeah. I was never an artist. I never oh. sung. I can't dance. I can't, you know. <laughs> I know you're not supposed to say can't, but 
I know my lane and I stay in it. <laughs> <laughs> but I've always had an ear for music. I oh. love the art of music. So let, let's rephrase it. I love the art of music. So that's the sound because there's music for everything. Mm-hmm. So all my life I've been in music because I just enjoy it. And you can always turn on a song no matter what mood it is, no matter what you're going through. There's a song for that. That's so that's my, that's my thing there. But um, as far as the creativity avenue, I have a partner. I have partners. Mm-hmm. So me, I'm the person, I pretty much come up with ideas. Well, I have ideas. It's like, okay, this is what we, I think we should do. We have time to do this. Let's do this over here. Mm-hmm. This is a good idea here. How can we make this happen? So I, like, my mind just comes up with things that I think may be beneficial. Mm-hmm. So I take it to the team, and it's like, so they give their input. Oh, we can do it this way. We can try it this way. We can do that. And, you know, sometimes, again, we bump our heads. But having a team is what, what helps me through everything. So that spirit of collaboration helps keep everyone feeling involved, exactly. keeps fresh ideas. Do you think that um, that makes your company different? It from does. other company, <laughs> and, and okay, I think that's one of the questions that I wanted to make sure I gave you a chance to elaborate on because um, there's a certain from the way that you talk about your team and you talk about the synergy, how you guys are collaborative in decision making. Is that something that you feel like your artists can actually feel? And that's something that they truly appreciate? Definitely, I must agree, because we get feedback all the time, the fact that we're more of a family. Absolutely. Because in addition to their music, what they have going on, everybody has something else they're doing. They have mm-hmm. jobs. They have some, some of them are still doing 9 to 5. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, I don't, but mm-hmm. <laughs> some of them still do 9 to 5. Um, they have family. So we check in. Okay, you're going through a family. You're going through a loss. You're going through. So we, we still do that in addition to keeping them on track with their music, keeping them in the lane that we believe they should be in. In addition to all of that, we check on them as a person. Mm-hmm. So that's something that really makes a difference within, within our company because a lot of people, there's just about chasing a dollar. Me, I'm all about building foundation, building relationships, networking, communicating, making sure that everything is solid. Mm-hmm. And when something seems shaky, we address it. We yeah, talk absolutely. about it. Okay. And if you can't talk to me, like I said, we have a team of four females primarily is the movement. And you can't talk to me, one of us four, you can talk to. Absolutely. <laughs> about it. Makes sense. That's so definitely perfect, um, So shout out to my partners. Make sure I slide that <laughs> in. We got TJ So Sincere, Lola, my sister and partner as well. Um, we also have Ashley and then myself. So four females in control, making it happen, as well as we all have teams that we're affiliated with, networks we're affiliated with, mixed game DJs, X-Squad DJs. The opportunities are there. And that's mm-hmm. my thing is, again, it's just building, creating these platforms the artists just have to take advantage because we have everything in-house that we need. And I want to make sure your partners know, ladies, you are absolutely <laughs> invited to sit in with us next time we have Lady Nate here in the studio. <laughs> we have ample space. We can get as many chairs and microphones <laughs> as necessary. So absolutely, Lady, the invitation is yours. You can cash in that ticket anytime. We would love to have you. Um, I thank you so much for sitting in with us. We're going to take a short break. Okay. But when we come back, I want to talk to you a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey and how you've evolved to the businesswoman entrepreneur that's sitting before us today. Awesome. I'm with it. Everybody, (laughs) stay tuned to the Prime Real Estate Network podcast. We're going to take a short break to hear from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. This is Rick Davis, realtor and host of the Prime Real Estate Network. Are you currently leasing or looking to relocate to the Houston area, and you find yourself falling in love with the home but aren't quite in a position to purchase? 
Well, no worries. We offer the right to purchase program. We can place you in the home of your dreams at current market rental rates and give you up to three years to buy. Did you know that a majority of the homes that are for sale offer better quality than those that are for rent? So why wait? Don't cheat yourself. Treat yourself. Let me and my team help you purchase a home that you and your family can fall in love with. Give me a call today at 832-928-3963. And remember to follow the Prime Real Estate Network podcast on YouTube, Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Be blessed. Welcome back to the Prime Real Estate Network podcast. I'm your host, Rick Davis. I would like to urge you all to follow me on social media, on Facebook and Instagram at Prime Real Estate Rick. If you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in commercial or residential real estate, please stop by our website at brooksanddavis.com. To catch up on any past episodes of the Prime Real Estate Network podcast, you can go to our new website at primerealestatenetworkpodcast.com. As always, my co-host, author, serial entrepreneur, Texas real estate king, Mr. Larry W. Brooks. What's going on, bro? Hey, man, can't complain, man. Enjoying this, enjoying our guests and the nuggets that she's dropping for the people that she's doing business with, man. I was, because uh, we had, I had a pleasure of actually meeting her on a flight to Atlanta when Uh-oh. she was taking some of her artists down to, uh, it was a festival, I think, that was going on down right. there. She was taking her artists down, and um, I was like, hey, what's going on? Thought following on IG, saw the movement, um, and then one of the places where she also uh, give artists an opportunity to express their music. Mm-hmm. I stopped by the event, and I just, it just reminded because I'm from I'm from South Park, you know, <laughs> and so while I'm in there, it's artists that come from the you know the hood that I grew up in. Yeah, so right. I'm just yeah. getting excited. And I'm like, man, one day she has to be on the show. I want her to express this vision to other people so that they can you know follow the movement. And of course, if they're artists, find a way to be a part of her team and grow as well. So it just shows how networking is when you're an entrepreneur, man. You speak to people, you talk to people, you mm-hmm. exchange social media, and then you know you never know. You know, a few months later, we're sitting here and we're sharing what her vision is mm-hmm. for our city. So it's been good, man. No, I'm glad you brought up these events because I'm gonna make sure that we ask her about all these events and what's coming up because I refuse to not be in the know and have you checking out cool things that I haven't had a chance hey man, to check out. I like out. to be in the know. And, and you know what I'm saying? I travel to the north. So, yeah. you know, oh, I know it. Oh, oh, <laughs> hey, look. That, hey, look. Now, that, then now I'm, so I'm excited already, but I want to introduce to the Prime Real Estate Network audience. Um, she is the founder and CEO of Soaring High Entertainment known the worldwide as Lady Nate sitting in with us today and I want to thank her so much for carving some time out of her busy schedule with Miss Kay Nathan. How are you ma'am? I am awesome. I'm awesome and thank y'all again for having me. <laughs> now okay so now Larry want to bring up these <laughs> stories and these blasts from the past. <laughs> now let's talk about that initial meeting with you and Mr. Brooks on the airline. <laughs> so of course you had your game face on. You were focused strictly on Strictly. But let's talk about the festival. Where were y'all headed to on that trip to Atlanta? Like Game phase was not there. I was sleeping at <laughs> 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like I said, I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. But, but that's yeah, the beauty of that's the beauty of of sleepers, right? Hey, you sleep, you sleep, yeah. You your knee, move your knee. I'm going to sleep. Like it was, it's funny though. It's, yeah. No, it's, it's super cool. Right um, no, I want to, and that and that leads me to my next question, man. Um, organizing events. 
a lot of um, entrepreneurs and business people organizing events is the best way that we go out and we generate new leads, mm -hmm. we network, right. we meet new people. What is one of the things that you focus on when you're planning out events to spotlight your artists? What's one of the main things that you keep top of mind? All right, so again, we were going to Atlanta. It was the A3C Festival. Right. So that was a big event that weekend. A three, it had three shows, three different days. Uh, so it was just taking over Atlanta for the weekend. Mm. Uh, when we go out, our biggest thing is having artists, giving artists something to bring back. Okay. Because there are a lot of different showcases, and a lot of different people make bad names for promoters. That's why I just stick to being an event curator. But... I more so make sure that the artists, they get footage of their performance. Right. Because you, you can get cell phone footage. It, it goes so far. <laughs> mm -hmm. But in addition to that, you get um, you get footage of your actual performance showing you were there, a whole different angle, different opportunities to uh, meet and connect with different promoters, photographers, videographers, DJs, pictures from the event, other artists. Because most of the shows that I do, again, is out of state. Mm -hmm. So you're connecting with artists from whatever whatever area we're going to, as well as artists from artists you may not even know in Houston, because yeah. Houston, we have plenty of talent, right. plenty. So connecting with artists just from different areas, opportunities to just really network. Our focus is networking and bringing back proof that you are there. Yeah. Right. And that's a big thing, because it's sometimes just going out and networking, and, and building those relationships can trump what you have going on in your general city. You know, yep. it's, it's crazy because we watch it with the the movement of people like Nipsey Hussle. He was um, he, he was very known for that. Like a lot of people knew him in Houston before he even became such a big name because he did a lot of networking and, and did he a lot was of out traveling. Here. And then even in the, like in the speaker's realm, like when, when I remember before I started doing a lot of public speaking, literally we would just film wherever we went to. Um, and just build up our audience, our network, and that's kind of how I grew. So it's, it's, it's crazy just to hear you say a lot of the same things just in a different genre of work. Yeah. No, and, you know, um, you mentioned earlier in the interview that you started off working in radio. And you and I both know that those um, positions at radio stations are highly coveted, highly competitive, and it's not a seat that everyone can actually have opportunity to sit in. Right. So my question for you is that, because I'm sure you know people that are still in the radio sphere, what motivated you to leave a comfortable seat to jump out here and start your own brand? Is there a member of the family when you were coming up? Who can you credit to being an inspiration and a mentor just from that entrepreneurial and businesswoman stance? Within my family, there are quite a few business owners and just seeing different things and for me, the major thing was actually not wanting to be in corporate. <laughs> <laughs> mm, <laughs> so okay. it actually wasn't specifically a family member that did it. It was just, you just wake up one day and, <laughs> <laughs> and put in your two weeks notice. <laughs> Uh, she said you wake up hey. and put in your two weeks. Hey, what is <laughs> Lawrence hey. Fishburne offered her the red pill or the blue pill. The red pill or the blue pill. <laughs> right. no, no. Hey. She said I woke up and everything had changed. What Steve Harvey like, say, just jump? Just no, jump. But okay. And Seriously, <laughs> and that's what it was for me because I was – I had done these interviews with artists and I was continuously doing that. I still had my nine to five and I have children. And it was just – one day I was just like – you know what? I want to do more for the artist. So that was that was the part one of it. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do more mm -hmm. for the artist specifically because they've they've come in and they talk to us. They've been to us. They tell us their story. Like we we got to know artists and 
we'd go out to their events. Like when they performed, my team was really active. Mm-hmm. So shout out to my team, everybody that came through Triple Threat because we were really active and everybody like they knew us in the streets. Triple Threat, like that was the movement mm-hmm. for, for us then. Um, but it was just really, I just woke up and. I didn't want to go back to the radio station. I didn't yeah. want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Is that the advice? Cause let, okay, let's sit back and, and let's let's speak to the the new aspiring lady Nate. What advice would you give to her? Would you would you is your advice to take the plunge? Don't second guess yourself. And I don't want to put words in your mouth, but if you're talking to yourself fifteen years ago. And you wanted to give yourself a head start on being where you are right now, sitting with us. Uh-huh. What advice would you <laughs> offer yourself? Right, 15 years ago. Hmm. Don't uh-huh. trip, just get after <laughs> it. Jump out no, there. It's really, um, stop second guessing, seriously, right. because it was like, I want to do this. Mm, okay, well, maybe I'll do this. So what? pretty much what a lot of people go through, just that hesitation. Mm-hmm. So just, just do it. That's like the best thing, Nike. Just do it because... You know what you want to do. Your heart is into this specific thing. My heart's always been music. Mm-hmm. My family, they already knew eventually something was, was going to be music-related. Um, spe- specifically, one of my cousins, um, Aaron, he, um, like Herman, but he he knew. He was like, I was just waiting for it to happen, cuz yeah. He would always tell me. And then, like, so many people, like, the places, when, when I took that team. leap, it was there. It was like everybody was just like just waiting for me. Yeah. <laughs> no, you've done a great job of surrounding yourself with positivity and talented people. Where can our audience, what would be the next opportunity for them to come out, interact with you personally, mm-hmm. shake a hand, get your card, pose for a selfie? What you got going? <laughs> What's going on? What's next on your agenda? Uh, well, every Thursday night, actually, I do an kind of an open mic thing but it's an organized everything is organized (laughs) so we um we give the opportunity to like four to six artists every thursday night come out do a live performance and then they um they do their performance they network we invite different guests out we just invite different people out because we coordinated with this ladies night at the um, at the venue as well um, Fire and Flare Lounge, 13515 Belmont North Houston Road. No. That's the place to be every Thursday night, including tonight. Tonight is a big night for us because the next big thing coming up after Super Bowl, um, next big thing coming up is South by Southwest. Okay. So once we, um, once we do that, uh, right now we're actually giving positions away, giving Aww. slots away. So registration, of course, is involved, but... Um, artists have the opportunity to compete for a slot South by Southwest. Who doesn't want to save two hundred and fifty dollars? Hey, right. That's the basic. Yeah. <laughs> what Lady K is pretty much saying is, in the nicest way possible, is get at her right now. <laughs> Don't waste any time. Don't fake. Text her as soon as we go off the air. I want to thank you so much. My pleasure. I mean, because the weather wasn't working. Um, <laughs> the rain, the traffic, and all of that. So thank you so much for sitting in. Mr. Brooks, man, what you got out here for the people? Where What you got going no, on this don't week? Don't try bro? to find me. I'm <laughs> tired. Last week, this week, I'm tired. It's cold. Hey, I'll find you. Don't find me. Hey, man. <laughs> on behalf of myself, man, follow me at Prime Real Estate Rick. My co-host, the Texas Real Estate King, and Ms. At Lady Nate on Instagram. <laughs> follow, follow. I want to thank everybody yes. for tuning in this week. Um, if you need anything, we're only a uh, call away, brooksanddavis.com, Rick Davis on Facebook, 
Larry W. Brooks, everywhere on the planet Earth. If you need us, That's reach me. out to us. We only a phone call, a text, or a loud yell away, man. So see you all next week. Thank you for tuning into the Prime Real Estate Network podcast, and I'll see you all. Be blessed. Peace. Brooks and Davis Real Estate Firm, LLC, is marketing a property for sale right now that you can buy. These properties range from land lots for under $20,000 to move-in ready homes $500,000 and more, along with everything in between. To see this week's list of properties for sale you can buy now, go to bit.ly backslash BDREF weekly list. That's B-I-T dot L-Y backslash BDREF weekly list. If you plan on selling some real estate and you need it on the weekly list, call 713-665-8329 to speak with someone about it.